I used to go down to the UK Theatre and say, Tate's called, Tate's called. <laughs> so did he deliver it then? Uh-huh. Well, you'd think when they've got clothes, it's up and down three stairs. But he lived his mid-80s. This is sadness. This is love. This is fun. This is respect. This is adventure. This is kindness. This is identity. This is learning. This is family. This is hope. This is community. This is nostalgia. This is freedom. This is life. So we can just walk and walk and talk and um, you can tell us what you've brought uh-huh. for the archive and um, then actually we'll get some photos. It's quite Quite simple, really. Oh, ah, okay. So yeah, so I'm guessing that you've brought your football. I have. I brought my football. Um, so this was the area that I would play football when I was a kid, and also my house was right there. So we'd come out here and we'd set a set of goals up over that side, and then we'd kind of set a set of goals up here. And there wasn't daffodils back then, so this was a good bit for hitting crosses in. Okay. So you could hit a cross in here. Yep. You'd have somebody in the box. Here would be the box. Right. And the box you would have somebody would be in goals. So it'd be good practicing for your headers and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't nearly as um, clumpy or kind of mossy back then. Because actually people played football on it, but I've, I've never seen anyone playing football. This is a good wee wilderness. It was. Sometimes it was about like nine of us, ten of us. Yeah. And if like getting a proper five or so. Um, and then like, so this, I started to kind of use it for other bits down through the years as well. I started to kind of, when I was a bit older, I got a golf ball. I'd play golf here. So I'd be hitting golf balls down here. And one of the key things that I love to do, and I was always pretty terrible at golf, I would try and, I'd get like 20 golf balls and sit here. And I would try and chip the golf ball. Imagine like that, that's all water. Imagine that, and that's your, your green there. Onto that bit. And occasionally I did hit buses. And the buses would um run. So they knew I wasn't trying to hit them. Uh-huh. There was some actually <laughs> I'm just remembering something. That bus shelter down there. Plastic, like that old kinda like and um people would like menshe them and burn them and stuff. It's, it used to be one of those ones. And it was a perfect size goal. And there's a bit of grass behind it. So again, we would play that and use that as a goal. But we would, every time the ball hit the bus shelter, it would make some racket. So like the neighbours would come out and complain about it. And my mum and dad would often tell us we weren't allowed to play the bus shelter because the neighbours all complain. But we kind of did it anyway, because we were just rebels. <laughs> and do you, when you think back on it, do you think, oh, those were the good old days? Do you ha- is it rose-tinted now, do you think? Probably a wee bit. I mean, I think I was... I did like just coming out that. I, I suppose I probably just lived for f- football in a lot of ways. I just would, I'd come in from school, and the first thing I'd do is get my stuff on, and I would just come right back out again. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's rose tinted or if it's just that. Uh, I don't know. Probably just a bit of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, 
were they perfect times? No. <laughs> but they were, you look back in your childhood and you think, oh, that was, you know, no kids will, like, be, be having that kind of fun now. And I look around it and there's bits of grass like this. You never see kids playing football on just a bit of grass anymore. Mm. Like, you think, you just don't see it. Occasionally, if you go to the big kind of, Pit, the multi-use kind of games areas and natural turf pitches you'll see kids but I kind of feel like the playing football on an old bit of grass with clumps and you know ankle ankle injury possibilities is kind of like is gone and maybe that's a bit of the kind of rose tinted yeah. spectacles our parents didn't really have anything to do with our play like yeah. we were in charge of our own recreation yeah and I think I really do like, I don't want to be like pure one of those kind of guys that um, kind of berates modern technology but like I mean the amount, the amount these days that kids would be like sitting playing online gaming like that wasn't really an option but it sounds like um, you know, when you start talking about that you feel like you're a really old person like the kids these days on their screens <laughs> but there, there is something about it that's like the art of play and being outside has probably been lost a wee bit yeah or these days when you look at the kind of football it's much more kind of sanitised and it's much more kind of clean. Whereas back then it felt like it was kind of like wild football. What's me now? What's me now? What's me? What's me? What's me? What's me? What's me? We got built. Okay, so I'm just trying to get my bearings. I've got a photo of this. So she, we faced park so I guess it was up here more. Celtic park and my grand's house I'll show you I've got a picture she's a corner house I'll show you and we watched from the window we could we cleaned the cars as they parked the cars we would go out and clean the cars get a bit of money and the thing is my grand's family were staunch Protestant facing Celtic Park so you can imagine what went on right um, and I remember my my dad my daddy's side were Catholic so my brother was uh, Celtic and I remember, there was never any animosity or anything, but I remember going to some of the games. So that, obviously this has changed a lot. I've got pictures of it before all this, before all this change, <laughs> and I get my photo <laughs> So, uh -huh, I know that's so funny how you, I know it all have changed so much then. When um, were you last here? Oh, when I was about 11. So, right, there's Celtic Park, which is that way, and there's Budden Street, which is this way. So it's the opposite way about. There's my grand's house here, this one from here. One up, it'll be two up. This one, this is the bedroom. So this is the window we would have sat at. All the cars are parked around here. But look what Celtic Park looked like then. And um, this is your London Roads. And I guess my gran is standing. Well, to me, she stands in the London Road. But the guy that, that overlaid the map here said, no, she's not. She's standing. That's her standing in the estate. The old lamppost. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, so that's my brother. Um, he was 11 years older than me, so I wasn't even born here. Um, so yeah, he would be, I don't know. Uh, yeah, like 18 months or something. Yeah, probably. So, our family photos are so. I've got twins, I've got loads here. Yeah, that's just, I don't think that shows you, does it, at night? Yeah. And I remember somebody, Steve, had said to me, oh, the Emirates or the Velodrome, whatever, um, is where your grand's house is. So they pulled it all down. All these houses would have been all over. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Looks flat. 
my granddad or my mum's great granddad, I don't know, they had a chip shop up here. <laughs> but yeah, you can imagine the, the roar from here. Like, oh, and um, yeah, we washed the cars here. So yeah, it was very, it was a really busy place because my friend's Celtic, very Celtic's going, she oh, I would have loved that. But when I was younger, I never thought I'd know that. I never thought, um, I don't know, I never, I never gave it a thought. So, yeah. You're just used to what you're used to. Yeah, yeah that is. I suppose it's a shame they pulled them all down, but then they would have been getting older. Yeah. And then they wanted this here. Yeah. So, it's development, isn't it? Uh -huh. It's all development. But these these would have went. Loads of my uncles worked in the forge. Loads of my, my granddad's uh, granddads and all that. They all worked, because I've done my family history, and they all worked in the forge. Um, they were all ironmongers, and they all worked in there, because they came down from Tyree. And they all lived in the East End. Everybody lived in the East End. And I was born there, but we moved to the West End. So that's why I don't really... I came till I was 11 here. Mm -hmm. And when my grand died, I stopped coming because everybody moved to housing schemes like um, Cran Hill. Still in the East End, but away from this wee bit. Uh -huh. um, yeah. So have you enjoyed doing your family history? Have you done that yeah. recently or has that been something you've done Years and years and years ago. So I've not picked it up. It's just in a box. It's up in the loft. But yeah, I've done an awful lot. Um, it's East End, it's my dad's family go back to the East End as well, we seem to have came, but then I think it's work. Yeah. I think it's just because the East End, it, they always put works in the East End because it's the way the wind blows, isn't it? Yeah. Because if you get factories with smoke, that's how the East End of London anywhere, you've got all your industries in the East End, because it all blows out the way, whereas the West End was more um, affluent, if you like, yeah. and more suburban, uh -huh. whereas here was poorer. So, but I just think it's, I don't know, it's quite nostalgic that our house is in there. But, oh, just every street I had a relative in. I brought a school photograph of me. Wow. <laughs> um, the, the year is um, 1955 which is long before any of you were born. But the reason I thought you might be interested in it, the war has only been finished 10 years. Now that didn't dawn on me till I was looking at the photograph. And I thought how sort of with it we look and well-dressed yeah. and the, whether it was that we were totally shielded from it because um, our parents it didn't do what parents do nowadays and tell their children everything and uh, so they look quite normal and uh, but I went to school in e at East Bank in Shettleston and uh, so I was actually in primary school when the war was still on and uh, one of the very um, strong memories I have of that and I think this is maybe in my mind because people have been saying, oh, what we've gone through this year is nothing like what people did in the war. So I was trying to think. <laughs> I couldn't remember anything very terrible, but I do remember one night wakening up and my uncle and my dad and my mum were having a cup of tea. And I the night while they were doing this. And it turned out a bomb had fallen in the street parallel to us. And my uncle had come to see if we were all right. So that reminded me of.
thing because I suppose um, I would just have been five before the war finished. Mm -hmm. But I'm so old. <laughs> Are some of your first memories then the war ending? I don't really remember that, but I do remember for a long while afterwards, I, rem I dreamt about a shop in Shettleston. It was a lovely baker's, but in my dream, there was arms and legs in the window. And I think I must have heard something on the radio and not known, and that would have been when they found uh, the camps. Yeah, because I would have been maybe five or six. Yeah. And maybe seven. And uh, so that's... But, and I remember going to the shelter and then we gave up going to the shelter and we stayed in. But, yeah, I do remember the siren. There was an all clear, which was different from the, the siren that went off to tell you to go into the shelters. And then there was a different sound that was the old pain. I can remember that. But I'm only remembering that this, I think, because of people talking about the war. Because I never think about it, obviously. This is nostalgia. 